Hello, soccer fans around the world. Thank you once again for joining us on Knuckle Up with Mike Orr at Orr here on Talk and Fight. We've got yet another great episode lined up with one of our heroes in the boxing world, some guy who gave it all uh, last week over at Ring City at West Point. Well, Mike, why don't you take it over from here? Definitely. Fight fans, we got him in the studio. We're talking about Jalen Skywalker, 8 0 1. And uh, compiled an amazing amateur record of 108 and 13. Uh, three time PAL champ, two time silver Adidas Nationals champion, two time silver Junior Olympics champ. Let's get him in the studio, man. Let's talk to him. This is Jalen Skywalker. See you later, Graham. Knock me out. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, Jalen? Uh, not much. Just right you here. Know, thanks, thanks for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you're coming fresh off a fight last weekend. Uh, I guess you're in your healing stages, your recoup stages, just resting it up. Um, yeah, man. Uh, thank you again for coming out, making the time to come on the show. I know our fans are going to be super excited. I'm excited. Uh, let's get right into it. So what age did you start boxing, my man? I uh, started boxing at the age of seven, seven years old. Seven years old. Wow, that's that's pretty young. Uh, so, what uh, what like did you get pushed to get into it? Did you do it because of family? Uh, you could say because of family. My dad was a boxer, and everything my dad did, I wanted to do. Right. So, so you want to follow in footsteps of dad? You looked you. up to him. Okay. Okay. So I guess that's one of your inspirations to get into boxing. So was he one of your inspirations to start competing as well? Yeah. At what yeah. age did you start competing? Can you say that again? What age did you start competing? Eight years old. Eight years old, eh? Wow, I didn't know you could compete so young, man. Like, yeah. how, how is it competing at that age? Is it, you know, like, is it, is it more fun? Is it stressful? Is it scary? It's more scary. It's more scary. Yeah. <laughs> I guess your nerves are going through, you know, just running through you and going crazy. Um, I guess it's hard to settle nerves at that age. What, um, so... You, you compiled this amazing amateur record of 108 wins, 13 losses. You know, you got your two silvers at the Junior Olympics. Um, you know, your three-time PAL champ, two-time silver Adidas Nationals. Uh, how did you manage to, you know, juggle that and, and your academics? Uh, in the early stages, it was easy. But when I got in high school, around the 10th grade, it got harder. So I chose to uh, do homeschooling from 10th grade on all the way till I graduated because I was traveling too much and it was, the training was getting harder. I was in there with pros and I had to dedicate more time into watching, you know. Wow, homeschooling. What, uh, what can, can you describe that to people out there? Like a lot of people don't really know the homeschool thing. What, so is it like you, you have somebody come to your house or is it taught by your parents? Uh, I went to a school, like I'll pick up my stuff at the school, you know, at a high school. Fill out all my packages, turn it in once a week, and I get my credits. Oh, that's so, awesome! So it was easy. It was easy to juggle boxing and 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 do it that way. Then it made it a little easier in your life, right? Yeah, much easier. You don't want to be weight cutting, and, you know, being at school, tired and stuff. You have to do a test, and you got to worry about losing weight. Wow! Yeah. So definitely, is, is it hard to cut weight? Like, um, to, to is it hard to make weight? Does it take you a long time? Oh, it doesn't take me a long time, but it's not a walk in the park. <laughs> so so i guess you got to change your eating habits and all that kind of stuff too when you're when you're cutting weight right do yeah you, do you follow like a strict nutri nutritional plan 
Um, I won't say strict nutrition plan, um, plan but I'll say it's more of like a calorie um, deficit. I'm just okay. eating less, eating less and working more and weighing myself as often as I can. You know, like I can get 10 pounds off real easy. Wow. <laughs> I need to learn your secret. <laughs> um, so um, do you remember your first amateur fight? Yep. Uh, run, run us through the feeling that you had the first time you, you stepped in there to fight somebody. All right. First time, it was 2010, around the summertime of May. Yep, it was May at this uh, old boxing community center where my dad used to box it. And the guy I fought, we were both, uh, we both didn't have fights. We were the same age, didn't have fights. But our guys, they was like, you know, kind of box. So like, oh, your son boxes, my son bikes. All right, let him have their first fight. We're going to fight him. So we went in there. I wanted to fight, but I just remember being nervous as hell, man. Nervous. Like, I, I didn't even know what to do. Like, nervous. Went in there just throwing punches, swinging and stuff. I guess the round was a minute. I don't I don't even know how the hell I wanted to fight. I can't even remember that. I know <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know how to win but you know like I didn't know like this is what makes me win a fight I thought like you know what I thought it was I thought being in the red corner means you're going to win this day and being in the blue corner like on Sunday means you're going to win <laughs> okay <laughs> okay okay um what what um so in this in this amazing amateur career that you had went on a few years because I believe you turned pro what uh 20, 2019 or yeah. you were 17 yeah. okay so what what, you, what was your greatest accolade, your greatest accomplishment as as an amateur? Do you feel is your greatest? Our greatest greatest feeling to me was when I won the silver gloves at eight years old. I know I won bigger things than that, but when I won the silver glove districts in two thousand and ten, it was a very special moment for me because I had an arch rival named Omar Torres, and Omar Torres we fought four times. The first two times he beat me, but the second time he beat me. I thought it was a robbery, so we fought for the third time. I beat him, and then about maybe a month later, we met in the finals at the Silver Gloves, and I beat him, and that was like the greatest feeling in the world, man. Just <laughs> felt like it felt like Rocky, felt like Rocky being Apollo Creed. Man. That was the <laughs> That's excellent. That's <laughs> a great feeling. Hey, you can Yo. find it on YouTube. Just yeah, yeah, I'll definitely look for it for sure. I've seen a lot of your fights on YouTube. I'll definitely look for that one, man. Um, so the transition from, from going from amateur to pro, um, can you run us through that process and, and like how the training changed and how, how, how you change, I guess, as, as getting serious into it? Well, when I was 15 years old, I lost in, uh, USA nationals. I believe I was like 14 pounds at the time. I lost in the semifinals and what was happening with our coach, it wasn't going well. We didn't like the style and stuff, so we switched. But then I ended up getting with a pro trainer named Jabal Abdullah, like right when I turned 16. Like I was in the gym, because my birthday January 1st, I was in the gym, you know, right by Christmas. And then right when I hit 16, that dude started training me. And this is the time where I stopped, uh, started doing homeschooling and stuff. And I was in there with a whole bunch of pros, so that it was like an easy transition for me. I already okay. had uh, but I was already, I was in there at the Rock Boxing Club seeing pros, you know, get down in the ring, grown men. So that that was a big help. 
And that was, I guess, that would kind of opened up your eyes to show you that you could do this when you were standing in there and, you know, holding your own with these pros in the ring. Man, it was stupid looking back at it. I was 16 years old in there with grown men, about 30 years old, knocking dudes out left and right. And I was beating up on these guys, stopping them, like, you know, like really stopping these guys. But I'm like, it was stupid because one punch could have changed everything. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, a grown man's strength is different. Even my last fight, when a guy is like in his mid 20s, late 30s, it, it's a difference. It's, it's a difference than being a teenager. So do you do you find do you find that difference um, makes you kind of like slow down and like slow how many fights you try to have in a year? Like, uh, does it? I'm trying to have a, it. Doesn't slow me down. But, it doesn't slow you down. You just don't care. You're just like, yeah, let's get in and bang it out, or I'm gonna bang you out, and that's it. Yeah, I, 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 I could take a hit. You know, I got dog in me. Yeah, definitely, definitely. You could take some. I saw you take some hits in that last fight, and you just you ate them, man. You ate them and walked through. Would have dropped some men, you know, and and you just kept on. You yeah. know, that perseverance and heart and drive you have is is definitely, definitely shows, man. That's yeah. for sure. Um, best way I could put it, I showed uh, my championship. Uh, Part of me. My championship. Champion. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's your greatest. Say this: A lot of guys are fighting the amateurs. A lot of guys. Uh, do you see this right here? It says like a private chat. Yeah, I think it was a question that somebody's asking during this interview. How do you deal with the older generation that they want to know? Like as in what? As in as in as in when you're in the ring fighting them, how how do you deal with the people that have older you know that, that are older and have that older strength that you were just talking about? Um, I should have did the opposite when I did my last fight. I <laughs> <laughs> which, which was knocking out <laughs> yeah you know like what what went wrong with me was i was trying to bully an older man in the ring and you know the way, the way i see it you had him you had him the first three rounds in that last fight yeah it was the first three rounds were all you and it's it's almost like it's almost like he he turned on a different gear and you kind of were just staying around the same and you just you were kind of coasting a little bit after the third right yeah, well, I was still right there too long. I was trying to bully a grown man. I was trying to bully an older, an older guy, and that's what went wrong. It was looking back at it. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for uh, that fight because I learned. I learned so much from it, and it showed the heart and it showed you know like the champion pedigree that I have. You know. So, um, transition. First fight, first fight as a pro, uh, you've been you were sparring all these guys, uh, you know that are pros. Did it make it easy? Did it calm your nerves for when you went uh, for you went for your first pro fight by the experience that you were getting in sparring, or were you still nervous to sell your first pro fight? Uh, first pro fight was slight nerves, but I wasn't worried about it. You know, I was in there with big punchers, guys that can knock my head off. So I wasn't worried about it at all. At all. All right. Um, do you um, – so you just came off your fight. Uh, you practice, you, you're planning on fighting in, you know, the summertime. Where do you – do you have any, like, short-term goals, anything you – like, what do you want to accomplish in, say, the next year or so? I want to be a champion before the age of 21. I want to be a champion at 20. Uh, this fight right here, it's a little bump in the road. Well, I won't say a bump. You can say a pothole. You got to, you know, clean it up the next fight. But man, I want to be the greatest. 
You know, I want to go down as like Chavez Senior and play Mayweather. Even with this draw, I still want to get. I think about it. I still want to get to um, Chavez record. Not like it's eighty nine and over one draw. Yeah. Okay. That's. I want to surpass by these guys. You know, I want to be the goat. You want to be the greatest of all time. Yes, that's it. That's it, man. That's that's that. You know, we can all strive to want to be that. You're definitely on your way there. That's for sure. Um, do you want to be loved or you want to be feared? I want to be both. It ain't too much. <laughs> if they don't love me, they're going to fear me. That's it. <laughs> um, now, I do want to be a fan. I don't want to just follow the footsteps of Floyd and have everybody hate him. I love, I love the love that fans give me. I love being connected to people. I love being humble and being cool, you know? Uh, yeah, I fully understand. You know, you gotta be, you gotta be a humble person and and be loved to be a great champion. And you know what? That's you, you're you're on your you're on your way. Definitely, you have the recipe to make it happen. You know, we're just gonna see. You're you're so young in this game already, man. And you know, you got a long career ahead of you. I can't wait to see what you're gonna accomplish. It's gonna be great. We're all behind you. You know, here talking fight. Where I'm definitely behind you, man. I I put all my fans onto you to show them. You know, this is this is what the youth of boxing look like today, and you know, I'm not worried. The the, the future of boxing is in hands like yours, and you know, all these other young cats that are coming up. And definitely, I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty chill now. I know I know we're going in a good place because of guys like you. Um, is there is there any other like is there any fighters that you look up to or you know as a role model right now presently? Uh, I'm my Tafima Lopez. I admire how he um, called out, considered the best fighter to ever freaking live, Lomachenko, how he called him out and he beat him. I respect that. I admire that. That man has balls. He has balls of steel. Uh, all the guys, like 135, like right now I'm 126. I'll give him their credit, like Ryan Garcia. Like I know him from the amateurs. I love what he did. I love how he built himself up, what he did for his family and himself. So, like, everybody right now, all the champions, you know, I'm just – I'm inspired. That's it. Okay. Um, do you have any uh, extracurricular activities that you do outside of boxing, and or is it just, like, you're, you're 100% gym-bound every day kind of thing? Yeah, man, I'm a psychopath. <laughs> Eat, sleep, gym, box, that's it? Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's uh, – it's not the easiest life, but that's how it is. Like, don't get me wrong. The other things interest me too, but boxing is—it's all I do. It's really all I do, man. Like, <laughs> and my coach is worried about me. He's like, man, you don't even go out like a regular kid. You just in the gym every day, every day, and you know, you know what? It's gonna pay off. It will. It definitely, it definitely will. So I guess, I guess your coach is a big influence in your life too, right? Uh, I'll say my father. Your father's big. And my father is my coach. I've actually I've had I've had talks with him a few times over Insta. You know he's a great guy. He supports you 100. Yeah, you know, he's... great person. He, <laughs> you know what? And uh, and you know we talk we talk quite often. And yeah, he's very proud of you and all your accomplishments. And you, yeah, definitely. I was you know to saying, hey man, he's gonna knock him out next one. And he's like, no no no, hold on hold on. Just slow. We're gonna take one at a time. So, you guys got your game methodically planned out, which is great. Um, describe your daily routine when uh, when you're getting ready for a fight. Like uh, when you when you enter fight camp, how long is your camp? Um, and you know what does your daily routine like? 
it's a little different. Now it's going to be changing for the better since this last fight and how people was, you know, like the fight and it was impressive. But before that, going to Mexico and everything with the pandemic, it's been kind of hard because a lot of fights have been canceled. So I had to be training my ass off like the whole year, like staying in fight shape because you never know when you're going to get that call to fight. You know what I mean? Like this fight, the April 22nd fight I just had, it was supposed to be April 8th. So I was putting me in camp because I fought March 20th. So I have no time to rest. You know how like your conditioning slightly goes down because you was weight cutting and you know he wasn't training as hard. He was just focused on losing weight. I had to get myself back in prime shape and then I had to fight again. So it was just back to back to back. It was like no time to actually like prepare for something. So this so, next fight is going to be easier because I'm gonna have about six eight weeks to specifically prepare for one person. Okay, so the pandemic the pandemic's uh, put a you know put made it pretty hard for you actually to train for some of these fights but you got to stay so you got to stay in shape just in case a fight comes up so yeah. like you, you could get a call say a week from now would you be able to step into a ring a week from now would you be ready i got a little cut under my eye i don't know <laughs> sorry tissue, but yeah i have in <laughs> true fighter at heart man true fighter at heart um so first pro fight let's uh let's talk about First time you knocked a man out in the pro series. What describe that feeling? What it felt like to just, you know, put that guy to sleep. Man, put that guy to sleep. I was mad because the first second of the first round, the little dude rocked me. The little dude rocked me, man. He hit me with a freaking overhand right. I don't know how the hell he hit me. Like, like, you know, this is my first time fighting out of headgear. So I'm like, all right. What to expect, you know? I'm like in there being smart. I jab at the dude, and for some reason, I turn around like this. <laughs> the dude's held the hell out of me, and I'm like, "Oh shit, man, this little dude really just hurt me right now." But I wasn't worried. You know, I was already sparring pro, so like five seconds later, I'm like, I hit him. I hit him with a uh, what was it? A liver shot. Boom, dropped him. Ten seconds later, it was like a solar plex shot. Boom, dropped him again. And then about like a minute later before the first round ended, I knocked him out with a body shot and the fight was over. And yeah, all I gotta say, that was just that was a good experience, man. I was a happy. good feeling. Good feeling good feeling of accomplishment, I guess. All the hard work pays off. You put the guy out in the first and just makes you feel happy. You fork. It's gonna feel even better. This next fight's gonna be the, the best feeling ever. Because do you know do you know who you're fighting? I want the rematch. We get the rematch. That's you're gonna get the rematch, eh? Okay. You're yeah, gonna bring it to him hard this time, eh? Can you say it again? You're not you're gonna bring it to him real hard this time? That was the problem the last time. I was trying to bully him. This time I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna beat him easy. I'm gonna make this fight easier for myself. Besides fighting this fight, you know. Because like all he could do is brawl. He can't set set me up with any counter shots or nothing you know me is my brain a little more but yeah man that's gonna be the best feeling ever to be in there and beating this guy you know i gotta clear it up like carnello like man <laughs> I Canelo and mayweather last night and i was like damn carnello was undefeated but they had to say 43 and over with one draw yeah and then and then yeah you gotta avenge it right you gotta avenge that draw that that blemish um, what's uh, what, what's your favorite punch, man? What, what do you like to, what, what do you like to throw the most? 
called Ke- yeah. yeah let's see that's 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 the finisher that's the finisher combo um you could say it's like takes my opponent off um off course check hook left hand lead uppercut every shot <laughs> Um, when stepping into the ring, when stepping in the ring with an opponent, I know you're fast. You're super fast. I watch your hands. You got great hand speed. You know everybody who everybody who follows you on Insta knows you got great hand speed, man. We've all seen those reels. Um, when you step into the ring, have, have you have you fought an opponent that's faster than you? And what did you do to to um, you know persevere and, and come out on top in that situation? There's not too many people really faster than me. It's people that like you know. Throw more faster combinations because they're not really sitting on them. But speed, really, like when I get in there with somebody like just as fast as me, I get faster. It's weird. I actually kind of slow myself down when I'm in there with somebody slow. But if I do fight somebody faster than me, I'm just have to time, which I kind of think is going to be hard to find somebody like you know really faster. You okay. I split the shot up, you know. Stuff like that, like Mayweather and Pacquiao. Like Pacquiao, you can't say he's really faster than Floyd. He just throws faster combinations, but Floyd is like quicker off the draw. You can say that. Does it take a lot of work to become super fast like you? Is it is, is it spend a lot of time in the gym working on on speed drills? Is that um, what it takes? It's mostly genetics, man. Mostly yeah. genetics and um how you think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not every fight I look crazy fast. Sometimes I look like. He's fast, but he ain't throwing like his fastest. You know. Um, what's your favorite? What's your favorite fight out of your out of your career? Or like out of your career right now, if my if you could call fight. one. My last fight. Your last fight's your favorite. Yeah. Is it because you learned something from it? Uh, yeah, because it was on TV. Ah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. The next one's gonna be on TV. Yep. Definitely. I can't wait to see that, man. So you're going to definitely have to let us know when it's going to happen. Um, uh, what, um, what, what, what do you think separates you from everybody else in, in your weight class right now that, uh, that makes you the athlete that you are? My youth. My youth. Um, I'm younger than everybody. My mindset, my dedication. Uh, my attitude, my attitude towards the sport and towards uh, how I deal with everything, you know. Um. Okay. That that being said, um, uh, if you if you uh, could have a dream fight, dream fight. Uh, I'll tell you real quick. I'm gonna get my charger. Okay. Me. Okay. No problem. No problem. Grab your charger. This is gonna be good. I can't wait to hear this answer. Dream fights. <laughs> Gotta love them. Gotta love them. Fight fans. You know where it's at, Jalen Walker. So, so dream fight, dream fight. Who, who, who would be a dream fight today for you? Dream fight for me, it'll be one of my favorite fighters, Salvador Sanchez. Wow. Okay. Never. Never. Okay. Why? 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 Why would it be? Why would it be your dream fight right now? Because uh, he's considered the greatest featherweight of all time. And I want to be the greatest fighter of all time. And you know, you gotta the best got to beat the best. And I, I don't know if it was a draw. I think he had a loss before, like he became like you know stardom and the top guy. 
But I look up to guys like that that can bounce back. It's, it's hard to do. You know, not a lot of people can do it. it it's kind of like, you know, a pretty good skill to have. Um, you know, your defense, your defense is on is on point, man. I know I've seen guys try to hit you and you just you, you can you can duck and dodge and move and honestly you'd probably win a limbo contest to be honest. <laughs> the way you can duck down low. Um how how like describe some of the drills you gotta do to work on like to, to, to achieve that kind of ability. To achieve like great defense. Yeah. Like well, what kind of drills do you do to be able to duck and dodge all that? Like is it uh spar I spar pro fighters that beat people up for a living. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer man i like that okay yeah. so spar somebody's gonna beat your head in and eventually you're gonna duck and dodge out of the way you don't want to get hit by him you don't want to get knocked out you know I'll be, I'll be at the wild card gym sparring with this um filipino fighter named mark missile and that dude is a knockout puncher fast right hand like right when you throw a punch he's countering on you and you know like you don't want to get knocked out in front of freddie roach you know, you <laughs> no, no, I guess not. You don't want to get knocked out in front of Freddie Roach. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, like I'm the type of fighter. If he keeps hitting me with something, I'm gonna figure out. Like, all right, he's hitting me with this. Let me move my head. I don't. I don't get why fighters don't think like that. Like, if I'm hitting you with the same punch, make sure you don't get hit with that punch no more. It's not hard. Like, block it, parry, it, slip, do something. You know what I'm it's saying? almost like it's almost like playing chess, right? Like fighting to <laughs> fighting to mental game. Yeah, exactly. I, I got a question for you. I, I, I've asked this. This has been a, this has been like one of my things that I've I've said for a long time. Like people say that boxing, you know, it's dying off. It's like a sport. I believe, you know, it's coming back with some of the things that are going on. What do you think about four ounce gloves? If they were to lower the the, the ounce of the gloves, a lot of people will get knocked out. Exactly. Exactly. That's what we like. That's what we like. That's what I like. That's what I like. I like guys who get knocked out, right? So it would be shorter fights, right? Yeah. Would you Would you wear four ounce gloves to get in the ring with somebody? Uh, can you say that again? Would you Would you wear, Would you put on some four ounce gloves to get in the ring? Yeah, I'll go in the UFC. <laughs> you no. I love it, man. I love it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Four ounce gloves are the way to go, man. Good, good way to go. Knockouts. That's what we love here, man. Hey, Jalen. Um, honestly, hey, you've been a blast, brother. I, I honestly enjoy this conversation that we've had. Um, you gonna have to pay me more to wear some four ounces. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. To be some more damage, right? So you gotta get paid more to get in there. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> Already get little cuts, little bumps. I don't know what's gonna happen with four ounces. Probably my whole jaw gonna get discolated. Uh, dis <laughs> my head probably gonna fall off. You know. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully it's the other guy that's getting his head knocked off, right? <laughs> hey, I hope so. I don't know with four ounces. Oof. That's a deadly conversation. What What do you think? What What do you think would um would help bring boxing to uh to a new fan base? Um, fighters like me. Fighters, the younger generation, I feel that we're bringing it back. I want to even say slowly bringing it back. I feel like how everything is going with social media and how boxing has like a romantic place in everybody's heart. Boxing will always be there. It's just you're so, going to need, boxing is always going to need that star to keep the fans coming. You know what I'm saying? 
you're always going to need that Mayweather, that De La Hoya, that Pacquiao. So yeah, so you you need those you need those goats, man, to keep to keep it alive. So that being said, do you think do you think what Jake Paul is doing now is 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 helping or hurting the sport? Uh, it's helping because that's bringing eyes on it. You know, it's I don't like about it, but there's certain things that I can't deny. You know what I'm saying? I don't like how he said YouTube was easier than boxing. That was a little disrespectful, and I don't. Like how his third fight, he's already making a million dollars. But shit, my third fight, I was only making what a hundred dollars. I ain't no, I don't even think I got paid my third fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, so the pay the pay scale is unfair, really, because you know it's yeah. But I understand though. I understand he brings in the audience. He's a YouTube guy. A lot of people know him. You know, I can't knock him. He's a YouTube guy that got hands. He could fight. He can't fight like a boxer, but he can fight. And I respect that. So I got nothing else to say for reason. <laughs> you know what? I, honestly, I believe I believe he's doing good things for the sport. But then there's also the things that I believe that he's not doing good for the sport. But I do give him respect because, yeah, he can throw hands. And yeah. you know what? It's it's good to hear a boxer's side of view. And um, do you do you believe that? Do you believe that the youth of boxing today doesn't really? have the right kind of platforms to get their names out there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, to an extent. It's not impossible, you know. We just just needs better marketing. A lot of fighters got to start doing what I'm doing now, you know. We have to the market. social media. Yeah, people love boxing. People love seeing guys like a fight, you know. People love that. People want to eat that up. We just have to show ourselves more we have to be on tv we have to be on documentaries we have to be on tv shows we got to have um guest appearances on talk shows stuff like that so just more more getting yourself out there more just you know doing the social media yeah. see see fight fans i'm telling you man around the world this is what you got to do man you got to get on your social media like we we've created our platform over at talk and fight now uh, we sent you your link for your for your profile where you can upload all your fight footage that gets seen by all our, our viewers around the world. And, you know, we, we're trying to help, you know, young fighters get noticed, man, and, and get out there and get that name because, you know, there's fighters like you that, that aren't known that have such such good, you know, good ability to fight in the ring and, and put on a great show. And it's just it's upsetting that a lot of guys, you know, go unnoticed and, and you know, they got to work their ass off to, to, to get little, little out of it. And honestly – I, I give it. I give it to them, man, because they, you know, they have that heart that keeps them going at it, even though it's not, it's not all the glitz and glamour they thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Um, that being said, man, I'm uh, honestly, I'm I'm so impressed with you know your career so far. Um, describe w which one do you think is your worst performance out of all your fights so far, and and <laughs> what did you do to uh, separate and, and work <laughs> on it? Well, that's what and. It's my worst and it's my best performance. Okay. Honest assessment. Now, I'm still an undefeated fighter. Well, I'm not saying right. I don't care about being undefeated. Of course, I care about that. But people put too much importance in that. But I still have my hope. But now it's like every time they say my record, like, oh, Jalen is 42 and 0, 41 knockouts, zero losses, one draw. There's always going to be somebody trying to criticize, have something to say. Even if I go back and beat the hell out the guy, you know, they still going to have something to say, and that's fair. 
So all 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 in all, I can say that fight was my best and my worst performance. You know, I I, I fully understand, man. And you know what? It's 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 that kind of thought and that kind of mentality, man. That's uh, that shows that you're already a veteran so young into this game. Honestly, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say, man. I know I only got about how many fights I have. I have nine fights. I was gonna yeah. say. Only got nine fights, but that fight, man, I feel like a veteran now. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. That's yo, man. It's true. You yeah. have that. You have that veteran attitude. You have hey, that veteran yeah. attitude. You know, like I feel kind of like like Manny Pacquiao. You know, like he had two losses before he became a star. Well, right. actually, three losses before he beat that lawyer. And that's what I feel like. Like a draw is not a loss, but it's still like it's it's adversity, and I'm glad I faced it. You know, awesome. That's great, man. That's great. Such a great attitude. Such a great attitude. Um, when you're done, when you're done with this sport and the sport's done with you and you're ready to hang it up and retire and move on to, you know, pursue other things. What, what's your legacy? What do you want to leave behind? Uh, first thing, I don't want the sport to be done with me. I wanted to go as I'm done with the sport. Cause like them being done with me, that's means that I've been getting beat up. You know. Okay, okay, okay. We'll reword it. When you're done with the sport and and you're no longer competing. Uh, when I'm done with the sport, the only blemish I want on my record is that freaking draw. That's, That's all it. I want. I want to go as high. I want to surpass maybe whether it's 50 and 0. I want to go 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. I want to go real far. I want to – well, I'm going to stay undefeated. I'm going to have that draw, and I want to go down as a go. I want people to be arguing at barbershops who would have won, me or Mayweather or Chavez. That's what I want. Okay. Okay. Yo, I like that, man. That's that's wicked. That's great. That being said, Jalen, I know you're a busy, busy man. Uh, thank you for taking this time out today to talk to us. I know our fans around the world are going to love this, man. I've been talking about you for, you know, since the beginning of, of Knuckle Up. I'm so happy that you came on, man. Uh, I definitely want to get you back on for an interview after your next fight, after your next victory. Uh, yeah, and, you know, thanks again for coming on. Knuckle up, fans around the world. You know what it is, man. That's Mike Orr at four with your boy Jalen Skywalker. Eight, oh, and one. Nah. Mr. Knockout, Mr. Knockout. He's going he's gonna to come back next time after his big win, and we're going to talk to him again for sure. Guys, if you would like to share it, jab that like, hook, subscribe, knock out those comments. And we'll see you tomorrow for Female Friday. All right, bud.